All right. So creating your dream life, manifesting more money, growing your business, calling in the love of your life, it really all comes down to one thing. You've got to be the person who already freaking has all the things and then you will attract it. This means we want to shift at the subconscious level and raise your vibration and master how to do this shit. This is everything that I am so obsessed with teaching people and helping them truly get because man, it, quantum leaps happen. Quantum freaking leaps. So I have a lot of free resources for you on my site. If you have not checked out my abundance activation hypnosis and all kinds of other tools I have on there for you, then go visit spiritualbossbabe.com after this episode or pause right now and go sign up because I have so much for you. Aside from my abundance activation hypnosis, I have so many other tools that will help you manifest more money, make a bigger impact, stand out with your message, and truly create your dream reality. So go check it out, spiritualbossbabe.com. Welcome to the Spiritual Boss Babe Podcast. If you're a woman who is ready to step into your power and manifest a life and business that sets your soul on fire, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Stephanie Bellinger, and I'm a mindset and success coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. I am obsessed with helping my fellow soul sisters shine their light and live out their purpose so they can experience more magic in everyday life. We all have a special purpose purpose here and we're meant to share our message and gifts with the world. You deserve to be fully supported emotionally, spiritually, and financially from doing your soul's work. Together, we can make a massive impact in the world and it's time. So let's do this. In today's episode, I am chatting with the amazing Sarah Yamtich. Sarah is the CEO of Resonate with Sarah. She's a Facebook and Instagram ads expert, and she loves working with woke AF spiritual entrepreneurs. And I just love how she merges spirituality, spiritual entrepreneurship, and the marketing aspect of things to help visionaries and leaders, coaches and healers really get their message and their sacred services out to more people so that we can collectively raise the vibration of the planet. We have a freaking epic conversation and it gets deep and so expansive. And just there's so many golden nuggets in this episode. I cannot wait for you to dive in. Everything that Sarah is doing is just awesome. So I know you're going to get so much out of this episode as usual. And if you're loving the podcast, make sure you leave a review on iTunes and come tag me on Instagram at the spiritual boss babe and let me know what your big takeaway is and check out Sarah and her work in the show notes as well at the end. Love you so much and enjoy today's episode. Without further ado, let's welcome Sarah onto the show. Welcome, Sarah. I am so freaking excited to have you on the show today and super pumped to dive into everything that you're doing and for you to share your magic. Aw, thank you, Stephanie. It's so good to be here. I've been looking forward to this. Yeah, I'm super pumped because I love what you're doing. And I was just talking to you before this. I love how you are merging um, spirituality with marketing and ads and like the stuff that I, I see a lot of, or maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but like visionary creatives um, aren't super into. <laughs> Yeah, well, and I understand. I mean, it feels it feels superficial, right? It feels like very face value when you just look at like social media. 
Um, so I can understand why people who are really creative and really have a lot of depth would feel an aversion to, to, um, marketing oneself that way. Yeah. Or um, building funnels or all the funnels <laughs> and like sales, sell, sell, sell. I mean, I, I think it's the same sort of hang up that a lot of spiritual people have with money and sort of like this, like, um, this, um, sort of commitment to poverty or whatever, or just, or even just a block of like, who am I? to, um, you know, to ask for abundance. Mm -hmm. So it's all, it's all kind of coming from the same place. And I really believe, I think that there is a transformation happening, um, with regard to all of these things with like, and and, and being able to integrate spirituality with, with the business, with the marketing and with, with the abundance in the form of cash, as I call it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a journey in and of itself being like a spiritual entrepreneur. It's, it's a journey in and of itself, like learning what your message is, like just really owning who you are, learning how to be open to receiving the energetic exchange for your work, learning how to, you know, just stand out and all the things. Oh my gosh. I, I know I could talk about this for days, but it really is like entrepreneurship, I feel like is the ultimate sort of um, hero's journey of, you know, of like self-love, self-care, self-help, <laughs> self-understanding. It's like, there's so much that you, and I think that a lot of us, when we first go into it, it's like, oh, I don't want to focus on myself so much. And you have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have to sort of like enter that, that, that hero's journey, that heroine's journey um, in order to in order to succeed, in order to put food on the table. <laughs> yeah, you do. You got to learn how to become resourceful. You got to learn yeah. how to, yeah, it's so true. I'm curious, like what got you started with all of this? Like what, what, had, what has your journey been like that led you to doing what you're now doing and infusing the very, because you're very like niche to the spiritual entrepreneur. I think that's super awesome. So, yeah, so... I would say that like, I was not always like a deeply spiritual person, or maybe I was, and I wouldn't have called it that, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I did read like the Celestine prophecy when I was 12 or 13, but I still had this like skeptical agnostic, slightly atheist mindset until the last several years. Mm. Um, so I'm just going to throw that out there and then also tell you a little bit about my journey to getting into like this whole digital marketing, Facebook ads world. Mm-hmm. Um, and then how the two kind of merged in the recent years. So, um, I, in 2012, I quit my job. Um, I have a master's in social work. um, And I quit my job in 2012 working in federal policy um, because I wanted to have um, a more direct impact on the world um, and helping to make the world a better place or, you know, whatever. And um, so I started pursuing a certification in life coaching. So that's how I started getting into the online entrepreneur space um, and this sort of like self-development through entrepreneurship world Mm -hmm. was back in like 2012. And then I just, I started talking with people, a lot of like creative entrepreneur types. Um, and I found that like, I started to really relate to people in this like existential crisis that happens when one markets oneself or one tries to market oneself. I was experiencing it myself and experiencing it with the clients that I was working with. And I started dabbling in digital marketing and um, doing that kind of work. And then Super long story short, a couple few a few years ago, I started working for an agency, a Facebook ads agency. Um, I started dabbling um, with Facebook ads a little bit before that, and I started working more hardcore with a Facebook ads agency in um, 2016, I think. Um, and 
I loved it. I just, I figured out that it married my left brain and my right brain, that it was, you know, it was strategy and art. It was this beautiful sort of magic to me, like of, 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 um, art and science. And it, uh, kind of lit me up. But what I did not love about the work was that this agency was all about their own bottom line. Mm. And it was all about sort of how can we increase our own profits? How can we increase our own profits? And I so deeply wanted to have connections with the clients. Um, And I wasn't able to do that when we were so, so, so profit driven. Mm -hmm. So again, long story short, I... I jumped ship from that agency and created this agency at the beginning of last year while I was in the middle of also having a very spiritual sort of transformative moment. Because when you make those kinds of leaps, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to have this deep trust yeah, and surrender. And that deep trust and surrender, it like inevitably leads to a spiritual epiphany. (laughs) And so that's kind of like, I don't know if that was enough, but that was sort of like how this all sort of came together is that um, uh, January of 2018, I I took a leap of faith and started this agency really wanting to work with the, have deep intimate connections with my clients and have them be doing the kind of work that was um, transformational for the planet. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's been amazing. Wow. So what was going on at that time that led to that like awakening and opening and that deeper level of trust? Was it something like specific? Yeah, you know, it was almost by necessity. Um, I'm, a, I'm a single mom. Or I was talking to somebody um, this morning who said that she preferred the term indie mom. So I'm a indie <laughs> mom. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, I have to be able to support my family, but I also... Um, I'm not somebody who can work at a desk job, as mm-hmm. pretty much all of your listeners probably can. Yeah. Um, I, I did that for six years working in federal policy, and that's not for me. Um, and I also can't work for an agency where I'm not feeling aligned with my own sort of like ethics and my own spirit. And so I had to, I had to take a leap of faith and I, you know, um, all sorts of personal things like, you know, with my ex, my baby daddy and all sorts of like personal drama ramas and actually led me to Costa Rica, mm. um, we were just talking about before we started this uh, recording um, that, you know, I, I'm about to uh, live in Costa Rica more permanently. And a lot of my spiritual journey kind of, um, I don't want to say it began there, but it really deepened mm. um, in, in Costa Rica. And that's where I made the decision to start my own agency. There's something about like staring up at this majestic waterfall and just knowing that like this planet like was still in it with us, that she didn't totally hate us. Mm-hmm. Like I was so, it was like right after Trump was elected and I was like, oh my God, we're all going to die. <laughs> and I was sitting there staring up at this waterfall. Like, I think we're okay. I think like if we can really work at it and have this mass awakening before mm-hmm. we kill ourselves, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which we are. And what I see my role, at least for now, as creating these Facebook and Instagram ads to help to help facilitate that awakening as much as humanly possible. Wow. Um, yeah. So that was a super nonlinear explanation. No, no. <laughs> and I'm just naturally curious. So you went to Costa Rica. Did you go there for like a spiritual retreat or something? Or was it just like you just went to visit and because you were in like a different energy, I'm sure the energy there is very powerful. So I've heard, which is why I'm excited to go. But what was it like? 
I did go there for a retreat. I went in 2017 and then I went again in 2018. And then I've been several times since then. But in 2017, I went for a retreat with some dear teachers of mine um, that are based in Santa Fe. Shout out to Sean Tibor and Unai Halfon in Santa Fe. Um, They are beautiful people. And they had a retreat there that was extremely, um, it was a wonderful setting for me to um, be able to get some space from my sort of chaotic life. Um, and you know, sort of, it was, my life was really difficult at the time. I'll say that. Mm -hmm. Um, it gave me that space and that's where I had that waterfall experience. Um, I wasn't quite ready to, to take any huge leaps at the time, but one year later I went back again, um, on a retreat, um, with a woman named Camille, um, who had the jungle goddess retreat. Oh, that sounds amazing. Um, <laughs> it was so good. And it's in this community called, um, Puerto Viejo, which is where I'm going to be based here pretty soon. Um, and I just absolutely fell in love with that community. And it was there that I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take the leap. I can totally do this. Wow. Wow. And it is a powerful place though. I mean, like, yes, the spiritual space of a retreat is huge. It's really, really, um, that, that like sacred sort of, um, yeah, that sacred space holding yeah. for, for personal growth is huge, but also just being there, I feel yeah. like, um, it's really powerful. There's something about the people there that are, yeah. that, um, the history, the fact that they, um, their government stays very neutral. Um, they don't have an active military. Um, I think they're more environmentally conscious than a lot of other countries in the region, mm-hmm. probably more so than us. <laughs> um, oh. Well, so. definitely more so than us. <laughs> <I guess>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. And so it, and it's amazing that you just it sounds like you just had this really strong pull where there was like no going back. Like now I experienced this. Now I felt this. There's no going back. I'm doing this. Oh, totally. I mean, but I think that's just my personality. That's sort of my MO a little bit. I mean, it's just getting more and more intense as I get older. (laughs) I take bigger and bigger leaps as I get older. I become less and less risk averse. Yeah. And Um, and that's important to take risks because like, that's how you get ahead. It's like, you have to be one step ahead of the manifestation. Like you have to show yourself and the universe that, okay, I'm ready. Like, let's go take that first step. Absolutely. Totally. And the beautiful thing about being in Costa Rica, I think you just reminded me is it really does open up that manifestation muscle or it flexes that manifestation muscle. It feels so much easier there because maybe because you have the space from all of the hustle here, it feels so much easier to get clear and to visualize and to like find it find that emotional sort of space that you need to have in order to create your life. Because after coming back, it would be like six months to a year where all I had to do was just close my eyes and imagine that ocean breeze on my face. And I was able to like get back into manifestation mode. Wow. That's really powerful. Mm -hmm. I I love how you are using your gifts to support other spiritual entrepreneurs and and in what you're doing, because like, I, I always say like, everyone has their part. Everyone like, like, it's like, we all have like, our, our part in this big like cosmic tapestry of the shift that's going on on the planet. And it, you, like, you fully embodied your part in assisting people to get their message out in, in a bigger way. And I think that's really freaking awesome. Um, so I would love to hear you dive into that a little bit. Like 
Um, there's a lot of different people that are probably listening to this from the beginning stage of their journey as a spiritual entrepreneur to those who are just really ready to step into their next level. Um, what would you say are some, I guess, tips or pointers to really amplify your message? Ah, so are we specifically talking about social media? Social media and just like the online in general, yeah. So I've been I've been playing with this idea, and this is I, I don't yet have a podcast or a book, but if I were to have either, and I do plan to, um, so note that universe. Um, <laughs> Holding um, what, what it would be called is the algorithm of abundance. Mm, I love that, and it's bringing together the sort of the 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 math, the formula, the equations, and this, like I said earlier, like the left brain and right brain, the, mm-hmm. you know, um, that sort of math part um, with the manifestation. And I also like to use social media as a metaphor for the universe. And I know that sounds, it sounds super trippy and wacky, but like, so think about, and I don't know if this is going to answer your question, but it's a fun tangent and I'll come back to it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you think about Facebook or Instagram, whichever, or both, um, there's a singular piece of, of data in Silicon Valley somewhere, right? you know, Palo Alto, singular Mm -hmm. piece of data where everything is, where the Facebook algorithm exists. Mm. And um, that's like the singularity, right? And then everybody who is sort of participating in that um, inputs their projections of themselves and their personality into that. Mm. So, you know, that's where you're on your, like your homepage on Facebook. And it's like, what are you up to today? And you're like, I'm feeling blah, blah, blah. Here's what I'm doing today. This is me. Everybody look. Mm. So you do that. And that's your sort of in your projection of yourself. And then you, you have your friends that you surround yourself with and you engage with certain things on your newsfeed. And as a result of all of those things, your projection, everybody else's projections and what you can engage with, it will determine your sort of newsfeed. Mm. Right. But it's all a singular piece of data. So what that metaphor for me is, is sort of like the hologram or the universe. It's like every, it looks different from every single person's perspective. And it's based on a collective creation, like a collective consciousness. Wow. This is so fascinating the way you're explaining it. I know it's, I mean, I love thinking of this metaphor, but like I think of Facebook and Instagram as a metaphor for the collective consciousness and all of us inputting our projections into it and getting a very different sort of reflection back at us, depending on what we engage with. So if you're going to sad face and mad face, a bunch of Trump posts, then you're going to get more Trump posts. If you are going to engage with a bunch of other entrepreneurs who are bringing, you know, who are talking about abundance and spirituality, then you're going to see more of that. Mm. Um, So what you engage with is what you're going to see more of. And so I say all of that to say, A, you can determine what shows up in your world based on who you surround yourself, what you engage with and your projection into it. And it's a collective created reality. Mm. Um, And B, how do you amplify your impact on social media? (laughs) coming back to your question. And that is, I mean, really, it's an obvious answer that you would probably give too. And that is to really um, be in alignment 
um, with your offering, whatever it is that you want to bring to the world, like in that tapestry, that cosmic tapestry, to be really deeply in alignment with what it is that you're offering, with your mission and your values and, and what it is that you are offering, um, what it is that you're selling. Like make sure that that's in like deep alignment with who you are and make sure that your audience, you are in deep alignment with who your audience is and what they're wanting as well. And then just like talk about it and engage with the people that would be interested in it and post from a place of, um, of authenticity. Um, I, you know, some people say to, you know, that authenticity is such a buzzword and so it's so hard. I don't necessarily mean to have like super unpolished raw, um, footage and videos and like sharing too much information. I think that real authenticity is still, can still be a bit polished and can still sort of, um, you know, bring your best self forward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, see what you mean. I mean, it's kind of like being authentic and also, um, like having something valuable for people to take from that as well. Kind yeah, of. And again, we have a metaphor for the world, right? Like I, I, how I show up, I want to take personal responsibility for how I show up in the world as every bit as much as I want to take personal responsibility for how I show up on people's news feeds. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm always striving to be my very best self. Same, 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 same. Do you, um, do you, what is your take? I know this is what you do, but what is your take on like, ads and funnels for, for, um, like people who are still kind of growing their audience. Like I have a lot of people that ask like, when should I do ads or they want to do ads right in the beginning and they didn't really build their audience yet or whatever. Like, what is your take on that whole like process? Yeah. So there's multiple different answers for this. For one, definitely don't hire an agency until you're bringing in a good amount of money. I mean, I would say like a lot of agencies charge anywhere from, you know, 1500 to $10,000 a month and then plus ad spend. So unless you're making at least three times that already organically before you hire anybody, I would say don't mess with hiring an agency. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're wanting to start sort of, if you do have enough income, maybe you've got um, a full-time business still that you can invest in, or maybe you've got a really lovely situation where you have a partner who's willing to help invest in, in your marketing and whatever, and you've got that money to spend. One thing I would say is you want to make sure you've already sold your offering to your organic audience. Mm. So before you try selling anything, make sure you've sold at least three to five of your offering to your organic audience. Um, If you don't even have an organic audience to sell to and you're really starting from scratch and you're just not there yet, then um, it's all, it's going to really be about sort of getting that alignment and creating something really valuable for people. And, and, you know, that free offering really does matter. Mm -hmm. Having that free offering that's in alignment with what you're eventually wanting to sell. So if you're, if you're wanting to become, you know, um, a spiritual life coach, then what sort of maybe there's like a meditation that you could offer for free and you, you know, you would want to start getting people growing your list that way. Or, you know, if it's not a matter, it might not even be a matter of growing your list, but at least getting people sort of familiar with you and what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Super powerful. The freebie thing is everything that actually really helped me grow my group in the beginning. Like a lot of people were like, how did you grow your group so fast? And I always say like it, it was a combination of energy and strategy, but it was like having a 
powerful free offers, like a multiple in the beginning for me and just really giving value and um, encouraging them to engage and connect in the community. Yeah, absolutely. And I think having a free community is a beautiful, a beautiful way to, to do it. And if you have like a free, say you have a free meditation, you have a landing page with a free meditation that people can opt into and you can run ads to that. On the thank you page, you can invite people to join your free group. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you kind of get a two for. So people are, you know, they're getting on your list and then they're also joining your, your Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Alternatively, you can run ads directly to get people into your Facebook group, but then you won't necessarily get their um, email addresses. Yeah. And they won't also get to sort of get that little taste of of the content that you create. Yeah. And it's more personalized too. Yeah. 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 Do you have a face, like a community or? I don't, but I've been thinking about having one. I I just, I'm like, I don't know that I would want it to be specific to Facebook and Instagram ads. Um, So I've been sort of like, I don't know. Um, what, let me know if you have ideas for what you, um, what you yeah. well, I'm actually going to also ask, like, are, do you see yourself, um, expanding on what you're doing or also like, cause I, I know as we're on this journey of our own personal and spiritual growth, it's like our impact and our mission can kind of evolve and come to something bigger or different things. And, I don't know. When you mentioned your book, I'm like, okay, she's totally writing that book and I could totally see this. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you for, um, (laughs) um, so yeah, I do, I do see something bigger. I don't know what it is. I don't know, you know, I don't know where Facebook and Instagram are going to be in five years. Where am I going to be in five years? Am I going to keep doing sort of marketing? Is it going to move into, you know, VR and AI? I don't. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I definitely feel like my mission is much broader than Facebook and Instagram ads and that Facebook and Instagram ads are right now my medium mm-hmm. for helping to transform the planet the best way I can. Yeah. So um, it's something that I, I'm really skilled at. It's something that I enjoy. And so it's a, it's, a, it's a great tool for now. But ultimately, my own personal mission, I think, um, beyond that is to help amplify the impact of people doing good work in the world. It's to um, facilitate this global transformation in whatever way I can. And so, yeah, I feel like the, the algorithm of abundance is that broader thing. I get goosebumps both times you said it. Oh, yay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it is that broader thing. And um, I'm still sort of like, I'm still meditating literally every morning on it. Like what, what does that look like on the practical? Mm. Um, I have this metaphor, so I have this framing, but what, what does that look like? And, and maybe it is like, maybe it is like I continue to run the, this agency and continue to do digital marketing, but also have sort of retreats. Yeah. Um, to Peru and Costa Rica. And maybe... Oh, shit. We're so aligned. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll have a joint retreat. Yeah. I mean, you never know. For real. Like... <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Um, but I, I definitely have been thinking about um, whether to start dabbling in having my own free and or paid Facebook group. Yeah. Um, that is sort of algorithm of abundance aligned. Yeah. I think that that would be awesome because like, it's so powerful having a community around your brand as well. And it's like, you, you are your brand, even though, you know, if this is like just one of the tools and it's so powerful that you like been owning it and doing it in the way that you have, 
and yet can still expand even more in like supporting the same mission. It's the same mission. You're supporting people to, to help with the shift. And I think that, um, as I said, I think before we started recording as well, like I feel like now is the time more than ever for all of us to like really come together and like rise the F up and just um, hold that space for this massive shift and awakening. I know that was deep, but no, I mean, bring it on. I love that. (laughs) I love the deeper, the better. Um, No, I I totally agree. I mean, there's, and and when it comes to like the social media piece, there are over 2 billion people Mm -hmm. on, on Facebook and Instagram. And while that's, you know, there's what, six, 7 billion, maybe more people in the world. So that's, you know, that's still a critical mass. That's a lot. it's a lot of people. That's a critical mass of people that if we could use those platforms to shift, to raise the consciousness mm-hmm. of the planet, I mean, I give myself goosebumps. Like yeah. when, um, you know, even just those if 2 billion people or so say it's like 10% of those 2 billion people were to shift their consciousness, um, that would be, have a huge impact on the planet. Yeah. So it's just a matter of like, who are those who are those people that are doing that consciousness shifting work and how can i call them in so that i can help amplify them to as many people as possible mm, yeah well just set that intention because you're you're already doing it you know yeah. you're, you're like you're already doing it um and for those of you listening there's billions of people on social media. So your soulmate clients are out there and waiting. Exactly. No, that's one of my speeches is just like there are over 2 billion people on social media and some percentage, it might be a tiny percentage, but some percentage of those people would love you if only they knew you. Mm -hmm. And so like you just, we just have to do the work of getting you in front of them. Mm -hmm. And you have to be aligned and you have to show up. Yeah. What are some things that you, like when someone works with you, what is like the, do you mind like sharing like kind of like what you go through with them? Like if someone hires you to help them with their social media strategy or ads or funnels or whatever, or is different things? I really, right now I'm really specializing in the ads. So I don't do like broader social media strategy or like the, the funnel creation. Although I have some really dear friends who do that work. So people are always willing to come to me and I will, I will um, find them the, their person awesome. to do those things. But um, I, I really focus on the Facebook and Instagram ads piece, the paid mm-hmm. piece. And I have um, a team, a brilliant team of ads managers and strategists um, who are very, very experienced. Most of them um, have come from big agencies and were, too dis- were also disillusioned with how they were run. And so they have the strategy chops, um, but um, operate on a different sort of spiritual level. Mm. <laughs> um, so those, I've got that team. And then I've also got copywriters who, who get it and who are brilliant. And we do very sort of empathic, non-salesy copywriting, um, graphic designer. So when somebody comes to me, it's like, we have that, we have that initial strategy meeting. We talk like, I want people who already sort of have their funnels in place. And if not, I will send them to my dear friends, um, who already have their funnels in place and already sort of have some traction. And it's just a matter of amplifying it. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so um, we get ads created. I get probably four to six versions of each ad created for a campaign. So if you had your freebie offering, um, you would send me the the landing page and I would get like four to six versions of that ad created and get it in front of as many people as possible, testing audiences mm. um, that would be in alignment with your offerings. And then, then what we do, instead of just like, oh, here's lead gen, now we'll try to sell you something. No, that doesn't work. That's so 2016. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, now we really work to sort of resonate with them over time. Mm-hmm. Hence the resonate with Sarah. And so over, over the course, I have four-month contracts. So over the course of that four months, it's lead gen, nurture, nurture, resonate, resonate, love, love, intimacy, intimacy, before you ever even throw down an offer to buy anything. Mm. So that by the time you're offering something like your paid course or um, whatever your retreat or your event or whatever it is, by the time you're offering that, people are already feeling like they know you. They already have that intimacy established with you. Mm. I love that. Yeah. They call it uh, the the resonance stacking. Yeah, it's really powerful, and I like I'm I want to talk to you about it because <laughs> I mean, like it's just like a new way, another way, not a new way, another way to like really just reach more people and like get things um, going in a more powerful way with the support that you have to offer. It's awesome. Um. Facebook or Instagram, what do you feel is better for ads? Oh, it, oh my gosh, it totally depends on the client and the audience. Um, I'm a Facebook gal, but I'm 38 years old. So that like, <laughs> I, I really love, I love Facebook. I just, um, but I do, I do find that Instagram converts a lot better with some of my clients. Um, my clients that have a younger demographic for sure um, convert better on Instagram um, e-commerce does pretty, like pretty well on Instagram as well. Um, but I always, unless a client tells me otherwise, I, I test, I, I'm all about testing. So, um, it's, I put things on, on Facebook feed, on news, um, or on, um, Instagram feed and on Instagram stories. So mm-hmm. we run all three of those placements unless a client tells me otherwise. And you can often, you're often like shocked at like what you know, people will think that it's going to be Instagram and it's actually Facebook that converts wow. the best or vice versa. So it's hard to say, but I would definitely say that um, it's been the younger demographic, the people in their twenties and early thirties are more into Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. What about you? What are you into? Which one do you um, like? You know, I love Facebook. I have my amazing Facebook community. But recently I've been feeling more drawn to Instagram. Um, so I've been kind of creating for Instagram more lately and obviously sharing it. Um, but yeah, I've been kind of more in the Instagram lately. Uh, but I do like both. I love going live occasionally on Facebook and really connecting with people and giving value. Um, yeah, it's a tough decision. Like, choose well, one. You don't have to make the decision. But um, I've, I've been definitely feeling more into Instagram lately, like growing yeah. it more and yeah. Awesome. I think it's got, it can be easier to, um, to create content for Instagram and share it to Facebook. Mm-hmm. But in terms of ads, I say do it all. Yeah, of course. Like yeah. that makes more sense. And I'm sure, um, so when you do that, do you do like some, I guess, like photo ads and then some video ads? Because I'm sure video ads do a lot better. 
Sometimes they do. A lot of times they do. It depends um, how, on how well the particular client shows up on camera. True. Yeah. You would do beautifully on video ads because <laughs> you are, you show up beautifully on video. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I test, I test plain images. So like, so very natural, organic looking images of, you know, just you sort of lifestyle. Um, I test graphics. Um, we test stock images sometimes if it's relevant. We'll test videos. We'll test really high polished videos and then we'll test um, more sort of raw videos. But like I said, like I, you want to sort of try everything and you might be surprised at what works. And it, what works with one audience might not work with another audience. So if we were running ads, for instance, for you, if we were running ads to people who were interested in um, Gabby Bernstein, shout out to Gabby, mm-hmm. or to um, versus um, to um, Eckhart Tolle, people who are interested in Eckhart Tolle, they might have very different preferences on yeah. what they resonate with. Yeah. That's really powerful. Like I got a little takeaway that I want to share from what you just said, like uh, that you test things out and see what works best. Like people listening, like that's how it is. I feel like in general with your business and showing up, like um, keep going and getting better and paying attention to what is working. And instead of creating new things all the freaking time, like alignment and pay attention to what is working and stick to the what's working as long as it feels good too. Absolutely. My, um, my business coach and client, Laura Wright, who I love, just came out with a book called No Woman Down. And one of the laws in her book is hit it until you hit it. And mm-hmm. just like you keep trying until you hit it. Yeah. And once you find, and you've got to be committed, mm-hmm. you've got to be committed. And it if all rhymes. Are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're committed to hitting it, you will get it. And then you keep, you know, and then you stick with that thing. But you've got to, like, sometimes it takes a few different, um, um, I think with her specifically, we tried multiple different sort of top of funnel, meaning the the cold audience offering, the free offering. We tried multiple free offerings before we found one that sticks, that mm-hmm. stuck. But now we've got something that's um, converting at a dollar a lead, which is great. Yeah. Um, but it took a while and she was really patient and she practices her hit it until you hit it law. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So don't give up. Like, just keep going. Just keep going. Don't take it personal. Like I used to do that too. I feel like a lot of people went through that stage of like, or maybe people listening are going through that stage of, oh, it's not working. It must mean I suck. Or, oh, mm-hmm. it's not working. Like I'm doing it wrong. Or, oh, everyone else has the secret strategy that I need to figure out when really it's like, what is the strategy strategy that's going to work for you and your audience and like your offer? Totally. That's that existential crisis I was talking about with self-promotion. It's like, you've got to move through that. Yeah. <laughs> it's all and it's still hard for me. Like girl, you show up so great on camera. And every time I try to do a Facebook live and I do do them, but every time I do them, it's like pulling teeth for me. Um, <laughs> So it's like existential crisis city. So I'm in it with all y'all in terms of like the the self-promotion piece. Yeah, thanks. And you know, I was not always good on camera, actually. I preach about how people should totally do more lives because I I truly feel that that's like the fastest way to connect with your audience. And absolutely to get them from not knowing you to trusting you and wanting what you have to offer. As long as you're showing up in your power and everyone has a day one, but I remember the first time I went live, it wasn't, it was like, I don't know, it was a while ago now. It was like three, maybe two or three years ago, but 
I was so freaking nervous. My hands were shaking and like my whole, my voice sounded different. Like I was very soft and like monotone and like the energy was so different, but I knew within me, just kind of like how you were sharing, you had, you had this strong pull to be like, ah, you know, make that decision. That's kind of like, I guess a similar feeling of what I had inside of me, like this strong pull to just like, no, I'm doing this. Um, because it hurts more thinking of not doing it and the comfort of actually showing up. And so, and like I, you could apply that to any area of your life in general of like totally the discomfort. Absolutely. Yeah. There's always these deep lessons in like these little things. I know. That's why, I mean, I I truly believe this is a chapter in the algorithm of abundance. Uh (laughs) I truly believe that everything is a metaphor. Yeah. Metaphor. Um, anything that you can find in the microcosm is also reflected in the macrocosm and vice versa. So yeah, if you're finding like, there's always like little bits of depth. When people say like, I have, um, I have clients and I have friends who are like, oh, I hate social media. And I'm like, ah, I get it, but it's just a microcosm that's a reflection of the macrocosm. It's just a metaphor. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's just like a sample size of 2 billion out of 7 billion that you can... <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's amazing that this day and age we can create our empire online in the online space, work from anywhere, have freedom, but also like be able to be fulfilled, abundant, reach more people, make a bigger impact. It's just so amazing that we have this opportunity to truly create life on our own terms and create a business and a life that sets our soul on fire and reach so many people in this way. It's amazing. I know. What an amazing world we live in. I mean, one could go down the rabbit hole of um, darkness in terms of where our planet is, but one can also go down the, um, or up, (laughs) ascend (laughs) into the, the, the beautiful world that we live in, in terms of like entrepreneurship is, is so strong right now. And this online entrepreneur world, women seem to dominate mm-hmm. or they do dominate, which is freaking awesome. Um, we really, we really do have it within us and we have the power to be that are the heroines in our journey. Like we can sort of take, there's a way in which it's so empowering whenever there's so much, I don't know if everybody listening to this feels this way necessarily, but I feel like on a very collective level, we're starting to distrust the man even more so, right? Given where we are politically in the world. And Mm -hmm. so this is just a beautiful way to take your power back and to, and to create the world and the infrastructure and the life that you want. Like you don't like bureaucracy and you don't like the way that, that corporations, um, treat their teams, start your own business and treat your team how you would like to be treated. Mm -hmm. Like, like create that little microcosm, create that world that you want to live in. And, and that's how we, that's one way that we can transform the planet. Yeah, I love that. It's perfect, perfect like statement to close it up to. <laughs> awesome. I feel like we went in so many different um, directions in this and it was really awesome. I feel bad. Like I was so all over the place. No, you weren't. <laughs> no, like this was amazing. I feel like we, it's like, it, it's a perfect embodiment of who you are. Like we literally dove into the spiritual and the um, strategy side of like what this is all about, creating your life and business. And it's just, I feel like you have added so much value and I just want to thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to your book, uh, Algorithm of Abundance. I'm probably going to title the podcast that now. <laughs> and um, 
Yeah. So where can people find out more about the work that you're doing and you? Cause I want, you know, everyone on here, man, I'm, I'm about, I, I would definitely love your support as well. And I know there's a lot of people listening that need help in this area, like really getting the ads together, getting out there and all the things. So where can people find you and connect? With yes. You? Thank you. Um, resonate with Sarah.com is, um, and my name is spelled with the four letters, not the five. So it's S A R A resonate with Sarah. Um, so you can find me there, but also I've got, you know, my biz page on Facebook resonate with Sarah and on Instagram also resonate with Sarah. (laughs) So, um, that's a, that's a, that's the way to find me. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'll add those links to the show notes as well. So you guys can check those out, connect with Sarah. As you can tell, she's freaking awesome. (laughs) You're awesome. (laughs) Y'all are awesome. (laughs) Thank you so much for taking the time and for sharing your magic. I truly appreciate you. And this was awesome. So thank you. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. If you want extra motivation to manifest a life and business that you're obsessed with, then find me on Instagram at the spiritual boss babe or visit spiritualbossbabe.com. I love you and appreciate you so, so much. And I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you have a magical day.